0: So now, ladies and gentlemen, it is start time. Are you ready for start time?
1: From WBEZ Chicago and
2: PRX, this is Sound Opinions. I'm Jim DeRogatis. And I'm Greg Patton. With a bounty of new music already released in 2017, it's the time of year to tell you our favorites. We'll share our top albums of 2017 so far.
1: Plus, we'll hear picks from Sound Opinions listeners like you. Uh, the record is
3: fantastic from start to finish. It uh, features Aloe Black on one of the highlight tracks,
1: which is Gentry. Oh, oh,
2: well That's all coming up on Sound Opinions. This is Sound Opinions, and uh, anyone who has listened to this show for any duration uh, realizes we love lists, Jim. Love
1: lists. Can't get enough of them.
2: We cannot wait till the end of the year to get our top ten list out there. This is the middle of 2017, and uh, we want to give you our best albums of the year so far. Yeah, the fact is, Greg, we listen
1: to so much music
2: that if we don't keep
1: a running list, each of us, at all times, when people come and ask, what have you been listening to? I'm always like, uh, (laughs) I don't know, only 70 things this week. I get to go first, Greg, and I'm going to lead off with a name uh, very familiar to listeners of this show, one of my favorite bands of all time, Wire. Wire has released its 16th studio album since 1977, celebrating its 40th anniversary of the first gig they ever played at a uh, rock club in London, short-lived, called The Roxy. Um... I love this band, you know I love this band, but I have also been a harsh critic of this band on its occasional missteps. Those uh, are, are now distant past. There was a period there where they went all kind of synthy, kind of lost the plot. But they have been on an incredible uh, streak for the last decade, all right, since reuniting in the early 2000s, the last three albums in particular. Um, they are not reinventing the wheel. Wire is about minimalism making the most out of the simplest ingredients possible. The new album, Silver Lead, is, I think, a spiritual uh, predecessor to 154, the last album the group made in its original incarnation, in that there are some artier, more mid-tempo songs, uh, some very melodic sort of pop songs that sound like map reference from 154 or the 15th, as well as the occasional burst of noise. Uh, Graham Lewis, the bass player, writes all the lyrics, and Colin Newman sings them. At one point, Colin sings, the path that is progress is under repair. That's kind of the motto of Wire's entire career. Mm -hmm. 40 years, they've been taking an idea how much rock, music, art, rock, art, punk can we make from the simplest ingredients, and they've been uh, chipping away at it. Here's a fantastic song from Silver Lead called Short Elevated Period by Wire on Sound Opinions.
0: Skip a skiff in the time season, hoping to change in need of my hands. I'm a confused by a ride, long reason, the Queen. I got to lose The passenger matches the price He's asking,
4: you're bracing the fountain He now understands
0: Spifts or moments in the thumbs Up the future, I'll pay me if you
1: Express. Short Elevated Period by Wire from its 16th studio album, one of my favorites of 2017. Silver Lead is the record. Greg, what do you got up first?
2: Jim, speaking of bands that continue to do work well into their career, decades into their career, the Feelies are in my top 10 at mid-year. Uh, I think there's a tendency to take for granted bands that have been around several decades. Yeah. Like, I love the early stuff, man. Yeah. Uh, but here's a band that has only released six albums since the late 70s. Um, this is their first in six years. It's called In Between, and I think that's a great title for Feely's record. <laughs> yeah, they're all about the ellipses. They they love the idea of uh, moving on. They're, a lot of their songs about are about time, about transition. You know, at this stage in their careers, maybe they're feeling their mortality a bit. Uh, but there, there's none of that self-pity here. There's none of that. Oh, the end is near. Kind of uh, thinking here. It's all about. We're still moving. We're still in transition. We're still in between stations. We're still moving onto that thing across the horizon. Here's a band that has been together so long that we have five people playing as if they were one instrument. They yep. are so locked in. That great percussion section, uh, those rhythm guitars uh, intertwining, uh, the great bass lines underneath by Brenda Souder. Um, Glenn Mercer, never wasting a word, singing in haiku, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Every word counts, every note counts on a Feeley's record. This is no exception. This is the gentler side of the band's uh, recording career. I, I, I drew some parallels to that 1986 album, The Good Earth, uh, but the final track sort of propels yeah. them um, into the next realm. Uh, it is the the uh, the song In Between Reprise, where they go on for nine minutes, and it just yeah. builds and builds and builds in classic Feelys mode. As and then you lifelong... just want to rewind the album and no, do I it know. again. As
1: a lifelong Feelys fan, I will tell you, you have not lived until you've heard them do their medley of Sister Ray into Hurt or Call My Name by the Velvet Underground. So that's what they're doing at the end there.
2: They got their rhythmic thing going on. They've never lost it. The Feelys still in great mode with In Between Reprise from the In Between album on Sound Opinions. with In Between Reprise from the In Between album, one of my top ten albums of the year so far. Jim, what's your next choice?
1: Uh, Greg, I'm going to stay in the state of New Jersey. Uh, I played R. Stevie Moore and Jason Faulkner's collaboration, Make It Be, uh, as a buried treasure a few months ago. Uh, R. Stevie Moore is a legendary underground lo-fi tape recording bedroom auteur in New Jersey who's been (laughs) been doing that, putting out mountains, literal mountains of DIY releases, some 400 since 1968. Wow. Uh, This is R. Stevie Moore at his best. Working with power pop god Jason Faulkner uh, to focus a little more uh, in Faulkner's home studio uh, with a fantastic set of power pop gems. That power pop genre is often underappreciated. You know, people who love power pop love it. What does it mean? It means songs like as good as the Beatles or the Birds or the Beach Boys. That's claiming a lot. But Moore is capable of that kind of writing, along with a very sarcastic and cynical sense of humor. Faulkner was a huge acolyte and wanted to make him sound his best. I think you'll hear what I'm talking about as soon as we dig in. This is a song called Another Day Slips Away by R. Stevie Moore and Jason Faulkner from, like, the first official album Moore's given us in decades. It's called Make It Be on Sound Opinions.
0: New sun, get up, get out, go hard.
2: That is another day slips away from R. Stevie Moore and Jason Faulkner from their collaborative album, Make It Be, one of uh, Jim DeRogatis' top picks of 2017 so far. Uh, we're going to have some more picks later on in the show, Jim, but uh, let's turn it over to the listeners first for some of their picks.
5: My name is Megan. I am calling from Fredonia, New York. I picked Kendrick Lamar's Dam as one of the top albums of the year so far. I got, I
0: got, I got, I got loyalty, got my DNA. Piece, got war and
5: peace my DNA. I, I think it's word, a uh, incredible album. It's not just a group of singles, but the songs stand on their own. There's a sense of growth and process internally and externally over the album. I also think that it's really important to listen to, particularly in the current political situation, what is happening in our country with minorities and other groups. I really appreciate uh, lust because the way that he's talking about internal struggles and then also mirroring externally reaction to the last election. We
0: are- a tone to the daily news, looking for confirmation, hoping election wasn't true. All of us worried, all of us worried in our feelings deep. None of us merry to his proposal, make us feel cheap. Still and sad, distracting mad, tell a neighbor about it. Bet they agree, parade the streets with your voice proudly. Time pass things change, reverting back to our daily program, stuck
5: in our ways. I also just find the music really enjoyable to listen to. Um very complex, interesting lyrics. So quite
1: damn is my pick. Man, Megan's a good
2: rock critic. I got, uh, I got Damned by Kendrick Lamar in my top ten. I think she made the case well. Yeah, it's uh, one of my top three albums so far. It's a great record. I w- I'm interested in how the fan base is responding to this record because it is definitely a, a left turn from To Pimp a Butterfly, his previous record, which everybody thought was a masterpiece, very diverse record. This is much more stripped down. Uh, but I, I tell you, I think he's speaking to the times in a way that few artists are right now. Let's hear from another caller.
6: My name is Ryan. I'm calling from Lanooka Harbor in New Jersey. I have picked Spoon's Hot Thoughts album. I've always liked that uh, Spoon has consistently augmented their minimalist sound, uh, you know, staying with only the essential elements. And their use of synths and the sequences on this album really creates a sort of Dark dance vibes that you can and you could always tell that it's Spoon, no matter what album it is. But the uh, sensibility of Hot Thoughts is singular to them, which I've really liked. I've also always been interested in the art of the album, you know, finding a collection of songs that all fit together for whatever statement. And that's something I feel Spoon has been a master of for at least a decade now. My favorite song is probably Shotgun. I feel like that's one of the, the best songs they've ever written. You wouldn't brought a
4: shotgun How many times do you come back and quit? How many times will you not feel it? Calling for blood with your battle song
6: And I, I, I always like the, how the lyrics that um, Britt Daniel chooses, I like how um, it's, it's just the uh, small things here and there. Like in Shotgun, he says, uh, back when we couldn't afford the Continental, you and me dreaming about full medical and dental. I feel like that gets really to the heart of the album.
1: Ryan, singing the praises of Spoon. I like that album fine. As I
2: recall when we reviewed it on the show, you did as well. I think I find myself thinking about insurance a lot lately too, Jim. So I (laughs) I totally agree with uh, Ryan's analysis. Uh, We're talking about insurance and
1: mortality in this show. (laughs) We're supposed to be celebrating life, our favorite albums of the year. After a short break, we'll share more of our selections from the top albums of 2017 so far, and we'll hear more picks from our listeners. That's in a minute on sound opinions from WBEZ Chicago and PRX. Welcome back to Sound Opinions. I'm Jim DeRogatis here with Greg Cott, and we are sharing our best albums of 2017 so far. Why wait till the end of the year, Greg? This is the mid-year. What do you have up next?
2: Jim, I'm gonna go with Amy Mann next. Uh, one of my favorite albums of the year so far. I think I underrated it initially when I reviewed it in you, the you Chicago were all over Tribune. It. You were loving it. Well, a week later, when we reviewed it on the show, I was like, hmm, this is you know, this is a really good record. <laughs> And it has not worn out on me since. I mean, I, I think that, again, we'd mentioned this in, in the context of, the, of Wire and Feely's uh, earlier, that um, there's a tendency to uh, you know, take for granted an artist like Amy Mann, who's been around for a long time. But she's never made an album quite like this one. This is a very stripped-down acoustic record. The strings and piano and, and finger-picked guitars are prominent. There's very few drums on this record. And it's beautiful this is a record that's sort of is a tongue-in-cheek look at her reputation as being somewhat of a mope, okay? I write depressing <laughs> songs, okay, I'm gonna call this record Mental Illness and double well, down she, on she's that She's very concept. forthright
1: about her struggles with depression.
2: Well, and, and I think it's a, one of those things that uh, adulthood lends a perspective that maybe she couldn't have written about this subject so eloquently uh, uh, decades ago. But now uh, she's kind of realizing here's, here's the kind of traps uh, that we uh, get ourselves into uh, psychologically by thinking that by doing the same thing over and over again, we are somehow going to extricate ourselves from a situation leading us down this road to depression. Um, and, and, and she's learned a few things and she's bring, bringing out these little scenarios in these songs. But at the same time, you know that sounds like a depressing concept But the songs are so beautiful. Uh, The melodies are fantastic, some of the best she's ever come up with. And I find myself returning to this record again and again. It's this beautiful little chamber pop record, Uh, very concise, only 39 minutes long, uh, and I can listen to it over and over again as as sort of a a wonderful mood setting kind of album. Uh, Here's a track from it, it's called Poor Judge from Amy Mann, the mental illness album on sound opinions.
7: Falling for you was always falling up. Leather books and surplus government chairs. Arrows like smoke or the steam from your cup. A wave of heat.
2: Amy Mann with Poor Judge from Mental Illness, one of my favorite albums of the year so far. Jim, you're up next.
1: I do like that Amy Mann record quite a bit, Greg. We are now going to disagree on my next pick. It is Resistance Radio, the Man in the High Castle album, as helmed by Danger Mouse. You hated this record when we reviewed it. It is growing on me. Now, I'm an English professor uh, for most of the year, except I have summers off. I love history, you love history. I've been on a reading jag, been reading two eras of history I wasn't that familiar with. One is that period in the 1930s when Germany was being remade under the Nazi party. And the other is, I didn't know anything about the Russian Revolution, mm-hmm. the fall of the Tsar, <laughs> and why the Bolsheviks took over that country. I think there are echoes of both of those periods now. And what I love about Danger Mouse getting together with some of the most acclaimed voices in the kind of hipster indie underground, Nora Jones, Beck, The Shins, Angel Olsen, Sharon Van Etten, Karen O. um, They're all covering pre-rock and roll hits from pop radio in that period of the 40s and the 50s before Elvis and Chuck Berry changed the world. There is both... A charming naivete inherent in these pop songs, but also a little bit of a fear, I think. I don't think I'm making this up. We're talking about a period in history where we were maybe all going to die at any moment under the nuclear bomb, right? We were barely recovered from World War II, and this is the Cold War, and there's a, a pregnant tension in the air. And I think that these young artists all capture that. You hated it. You thought they brought nothing to these songs. And Danger Mouse, Brian Burton, that incredibly talented producer, I think the Brian Eno, sorry, of our day, I think he captured something, uh, you know, with his arrangements. Um, I'll tell you how, you know, you, you hated it, but we played five songs from it, bits or pieces of, when we reviewed it, and I've still got another six I could highlight. I'm going to go to Michael Kiwanuka, one of the uh, strongest voices, I think, in R&B today, and his cover of Sometimes I Feel Like a Motherless Child from Danger Mouse's Resistance Radio, Man in the High Castle album on Sound Opinions.
0: Sometimes I feel
7: like a mom
0: Sometimes I feel like a monster
7: like a
0: marvelous child, a long, such a
1: That is Michael Kiwanuka, Sometimes I Feel Like a Motherless Child, from the Danger Mouse compilation album Resistance Radio. So Amy Mann grew on you in the one week between your published review and our radio review. Has this record grown on you? No, it hasn't.
2: Uh, You're absolutely right. I do not like it. I think the covers are mediocre at best. Uh, There are a few exceptions but I want a cover to transcend the original or in some way bring new information, and in most cases I found them lacking. Maybe it's because you're older than I am and you were around when some of these songs were well, on the radio. Well, it's called perspective, Jim, It's called perspective. That you know? could be. What can I tell you? Well,
1: let's turn for some perspective to our listeners once more.
3: Hi, Jim and Greg, this is Chris calling from New York, New York. Just calling to submit uh, an album that I think is one of the best of 2017 so far, and it's Petite Afrique on OK Records by Somi uh is of east african uh heritage uh, and she now resides in harlem uh which recently has undergone uh, a tremendous amount of gentrification uh and change and it's something that i think she captures and tackles really well uh the record is fantastic from uh start to finish uh features aloe black on one of the highlight tracks which is gentry gentry came now can't play drums no more Said that's not what
0: they- It's for Gentry came, oh the Gentry came, Gentry came. Now I might lose my home.
3: Uh, and one of my favorite tracks on the album has to be Black Enough, which really, I think, tackled the idea of being part of a community but still feeling like an outsider in the community that uh, you thought would accept you. But then even in your neighborhood with people who share similar roots to you also feeling like you maybe don't necessarily belong or you have to act a certain way.
8: Am I black enough for you? I don't talk the way you do you call me names and try to hurt me spit on the ground open to curse me they say blood is thicker than water but you look like my great-grandfather walk by sucked teeth i'm not black enough for you uh
3: it's a fascinating record give it a listen uh and share your thoughts on it uh it, it's just a, a a great listen and i think one of my favorite jazz records uh, of this decade
0: You it's a Lies erased with blood and water. Who's to say I'm not your lost daughter?
1: Me of I love when listeners
2: turn me on to something, Greg. I did not know Somi, did you? I didn't, but uh, that little two-minute dissertation yeah, has got me very interested. I'm going to listen. Let's hear another listener's pick.
9: Hi, this is Jeremy calling from New York City, and I am putting forth Pure Comedy by Father John Misty as one of the best of the year. It's just a fascinating series of what I like to think of as essays and songs about our place on Earth, our place in the universe. And I also find it to be actually a deceptively futuristic project because a lot of the songs are kind of about things happening after something terrible happening. The song Things That Would Have Been Helpful to Know Before the Revolution, but I see it as a post-life-during-wartime song got too
0: hot, and so we overthrew the system, cause there's no place for human existence like right here.
9: on the, the song Leaving L.A., which is almost 12 minutes long, he just never seems to lose any quality of voice. It just flows and just keeps flowing. And I've heard him perform it live and it's, it's just a remarkable thing. I don't think anybody else besides Bob Dylan could just reel off 11 minutes of dense lyrics like that. Uh, but Father John Misty has a more conventionally beautiful
0: I was living on the hill By the water tower and hiking
1: trails You know, Greg, I I got this infected tooth. And I got to go in tomorrow, and they're going to pull it. I'm looking more forward to that I, I than ever listening to punchline coming to a mile away. John Misty again. <laughs> Nevertheless, thank you Jeremy for your pick. Those were some pretty good takes from our listeners and now we want to hear from you. What is your favorite album of 2017 so far? Call our hotline at 888-859-1800 and leave us a message. You also can connect with us on Facebook and Twitter. Greg and I will have our entire Top 10s up online at soundopinions.org. Now let's get back to our list. Greg, what's your next pick?
2: I'm going to go with the uh, Ty Siegel self-titled album that came out at the very start of the year, Jim. Good record. It's very easy to overlook a record that came out uh, six months ago now. Uh, But do not make that mistake, listeners. This is uh, And and this is also coming from an artist who's extremely prolific. He said, oh, I missed that last Ty Siegel record, but there'll be another one in a few weeks. Three or four a year. This guy puts out a bunch of music under various guises uh, every year, it seems like. But do not make that mistake with this record because uh, the self-titled Ty Siegel album, the second of his career, I might add, uh, is a real career overview in the best possible way. Uh, I think there's some people who perceive Ty Siegel as this sort of uh, spontaneous garage rocker who dashes off records in an instant, doesn't put a lot of thought to him. It's more about the energy and the and that guitar fuzz. But I think there's also a side to him that, that, that is very underrated as a craftsman and as a melody machine. He writes some beautiful uh, melodies. There's some great Sid Barrett-like uh, uh, melodies in this particular record. Um, There's a live-in-the-studio feel to it. It's with his touring band. Um, But the balance between that guitar mayhem and those textured melodies is one of the best of his career. So people are saying, I've been hearing a lot about Ty Siegel, he seems like an interesting artist. Where do I dive in in this massive discography? I would point him to this record as a great starting point. Uh, From the self-titled Ty Siegel record, here's a song called Freedom on Sound Opinions.
1: Freedom by Ty Siegel from the record called Ty Siegel. Up next, our top contenders for the best albums of 2017 so far. More of them as we work our way down to the number one record so far. That's in a minute on sound opinions from WBEZ Chicago and PRX. I don't want
0: to call you baby.
9: I don't want to call you
0: baby. one. Wow.
2: Welcome back to Sound Opinions. I'm Greg Cott, and I'm here with my partner, Jim DeRogatis. We're sharing our top albums of 2017 so far. Jim, what is the next pick on your list? Greg, I have to go to the second album
1: by Sneaks. It's a myth. Sneaks, what a fascinating woman. Uh, this is a, a young artist from Washington, D.C., Eva Mulchan. She's got a bass. She plays it very well. She's got a drum machine, and she's got her very deadpan vocals, and that is it. I fell in love with the debut album, Gymnastics, uh, shortly after Merge Records uh, picked it up to reissue it in 2015. I played it last year. It was one of my top albums of the year. If anything, It's a Myth is is even more spare and spartan than that debut, although it sounds better. She recorded with Mary Timoney of Helium and X-Hex and Jonah Takagi in an actual studio instead of in her bedroom. But the same ingredients are here, the same brevity. Uh, There are uh, uh, songs here that barely clock in over one minute. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm going to play one that's uh, a minute and a half, and that's like her uh, Tales from Topographic Oceans on this record, okay? I think there are echoes of previous dance-oriented pop minimalists, uh, whether you're talking about the Normal or Silicon Teens, those early synth band pioneers, or you're talking about ESG in terms of the funky bass or Pylon from Athens, Georgia. But Mulchan is a voice all her own. On this song, Hair Slick Back, she sings, You Think You Got A Lot To Say, No, you think you need a bigger stage. You think I can't contain my rage. What is she talking about? Is she talking about, in general, the sort of broism in the indie rock world? She's talked about that in interviews. Is she talking about the Black Lives Matter movement? Is she talking about life in America, period, 2017? All of that and more in a voice that's uniquely her own. Hair Slick back from the second album by Sneaks, Eva Mulchan. It's a myth on Sound Opinions.
8: Place your position No need to reside Hair slick
1: Hair Slick Back by Sneaks on Sound Opinions. What a great album, Greg. What do you got up next?
2: Jim, I like that choice, uh, that stripped down feel. And I'm going to go with another group that is really minimalist in their approach uh, She Devils out of Montreal. It's a duo Audrey Ann Boucher, Kyle Yucca. Audrey Ann Boucher has got that. French pop thing going yeah, on you yeah, yeah, know yeah. Serge Gainsbourg meets Francois Hardy that kind of approach uh, to singing that you, you feel like you've been transported into a punk cabaret drinking uh, when absence. you see her, when you see or hear her sing uh, there's a vaguely sinister vibe to it it sounds innocent but it's also sinister you're not quite uh, you know there's an anxiety hanging in the air and then you've got Kyle yuka who is the uh, the nerd nerdy guy playing with all the toys the machines on the stage. And he's creating an equally sinister atmosphere. So when I think about this duo, I think they're very much in the, in the lineage of groups like Suicide out of New York City in the 70s, Soft Cell out of the UK in the early 80s, that sort of twisted pop vibe delivered with a minimalist feel, very punky, very DIY, but at the same time these melodies that just stick in your head for days. I think this is one of the most impressive debut albums of the year so far. It's the She Devils self-titled album and here's a track from it called Make You Pay on Sound Opinions.
0: You've been running around I don't know what to say
2: from She Devils, soon to be a guest on Sound Opinions and one of my favorite records of the year so far. Jim, what's your next pick? Greg, I bet you haven't heard of this
1: record because it is way underground. It came to me a couple of weeks ago. I haven't been able to stop listening to it since. It is the self-titled debut by a Brooklyn band called Rips. You heard of them? No, I have not. Alright, so my critic radar has to go into high alert because people are saying Strokes. All right, people are saying Parquet Courts. In fact, this album was produced by Austin Brown of Parquet Courts. And people are saying Television and Wire. All right, this is checking all the gym boxes, okay? And Mm. I'm listening all the more skeptically because of that. You know, this post-punk, ultra-smart, Spartan, but but also, uh, you know, virtuosic in some ways. The guitars here uh, are really good, and these guys are writing very, very impressive songs. Uh, It's a 10-song album. It's blowing me away i'm really eager to see them live so far it's just been like the blogosphere in new york in brooklyn uh that is really loving them but man this album is knocking me on my butt i think you'll hear what i'm saying listen to delay this is one of several songs that they put out as they were gearing up to record their album it just uh, just came out a couple of weeks ago delay by rips from their self-titled debut on sound opinions
2: That is Delay by Rips. The album's also called Rips. Greg, what do you got? Another new band, Jim, uh, Priest, out of Washington, D.C. They've been around for a few years, and uh, from all reports, uh, their debut album, which finally came out earlier this year, was a difficult birth. Uh, The band nearly broke up several times in making it. But I think all that infighting uh, in the name of creating something that had weight and meaning really paid off. Uh, This is one of the most impressive albums of the year. It's number two on my list of the year so far. There's this mix of sarcasm about consumerism and everybody being a marketing demographic and anger. There's a sense of humor, yes, but there's also that indignation. So when you're going to do a lot of finger pointing, it's important to have something, some sugar on top of it. So the (laughs) melodies are good, but I love the fact they make you want to dance. I mean, you don't have to know a thing about what they're saying to enjoy this music. So while you're uh, maybe paying attention with half an ear to these songs about consumerism's dehumanizing rituals, you know, which can be heavy going, you're dancing your butt off on the dance floor. And and that's what I love about them. They remind me so much of that first Gang of Four record a- entertainment, which was one of my uh, sweet spots going back for years. Picking up that vibe and bringing it into a very contemporary uh, feel about what this culture is going through right now. Uh, the song I'm going to play, Puff, uh, it, it talks about indie rock as being the new fast food. Mm. You know, We don't want to be part of this mix You know, uh-huh. at all. We don't want to be your new fast food, cool demographic product. Here's Priest with Nothing Feels Natural. That's the name of the album. The song called Puff on Sound Opinions. That is Priests on Sound Opinions with a track called Puff from their new album, Nothing Feels Natural. My number two album of 2017. What's your number one, Jim? My
1: number one, Greg, is a record I know you also like, The Regrets. Feel your feelings, fool! <laughs> you got to say it with the exclamation point. So We were talking at the beginning of the show, uh, Ray, Amy Man, and Wire, and the Feelies, that sometimes bands that have been around... Uh, 20, 30, 40 years in those cases are taken for granted. I think the regrets have gotten a little bit of a skeptical backlash because, A, uh, they were 15 years old when they started making music, and, B, they got signed to Warner Brothers mm-hmm. at that ridiculous age. I would point out, say, "Lord was 16 when she became a superstar, and they're not getting a pass from me uh, for getting so much attention. They deserve it. The tag that they have adopted uh, is Bikini Kill meets The Runettes. Now, you better live up to a a formula like that if you're going to include it in your press materials, and they do. This is really tuneful pop punk with a sharp Feminist edge. Uh, that's the bikini kill part. But it's funny at the same time. They're singing about having pimples and, and not quite fitting into the clothing that's for sale at the Gap. And and also, you know, heavier issues that, that even 15 and 16 year old women are facing in our patriarchy. All right. All with a smile, all with making you want to bang your head on the wall. Uh, I love this album. It, it's gonna have to. It's gonna be have to be a great year for a better album to come out in the rest of 2017. Greg, this is called "A Living Human Girl" by The Regrets on Sound Opinions. The album is called "Feel Your Feelings Fool." Bum, ba-da,
0: ba-da. my hair and prickly legs go
8: ahead and stare and i full of stretch marks and little boobs an ice full belly that's filled with food sometimes I'm pretty and
0: sometimes I'm not so let's take a listen to me with your best shot I don't exercise and I don't read books so if you want to criticize me go ahead and take a look before stating what is real.
1: A living human girl. And check out the video. If, you, if that song intrigued you, it is really brilliantly well-made and very funny. Greg,
2: your number one
1: album... Oh, you want the drum roll? Your number one album of 2017 I do.
2: so far. I'm feeling those feelings too, Jim. The Regrets uh, made a great record. It's been a good year for good new bands. Every year's a um, good year. Run, just, it depends on how hard you have to look. That's right. Run the Jewels is not a new band. They put out my favorite record of the year so far, Run the Jewels three. This technically came out at the end of last year, but I'm going to count it as a 2017
1: album. Now, wait a minute. Are the, you cheating? Are you I am. Are going to have to re- get your rock
2: critic card revoked? The word is that they sort of rushed out a little bit as a Christmas gift to their fans because the mood in the country, or at least the mood that they were sensing among their fan base, was, we need this. Um, there was a certain election that occurred back in November. Never mind. Um, and whatever your feelings are about it, there was a lot of turmoil in the country. This record speaks to that turmoil in in a powerful and eloquent way. LP and Killer Mike are two of the best MCs working in the world right now. Uh, They are at an age when most hip-hop artists are thinking about retirement, and they are just entering uh, one of their greatest periods in terms of the output and the quality of that output. Both had fine solo careers going, but as a duo, they are unbeatable. Uh, the megaphoning, this restlessness, uh, uh, you know, this, this sense of um, despair, but also anger at what's going on in the world while retaining this second wicked sense of fun. I mean, that's a uh, that's a tough combination for me to beat. Uh, that tag team interplay. I haven't heard two gifted MCs going back and forth like this since the, you know, the heyday of hip hop in, in the late 80s. Um, there's a Martin Luther King speech, which they briefly quote. Uh, In one of the songs, a riot is the language of the unheard. And it echoes what LP is talking about in another one of the songs. Talk, talk to me. I'm dirt. I can't be crushed. Mm. The whole idea that the ninety nine percent is speaking out against what's happening in this country, um, even though Black Lives Matter even though we've got these protest marches, the feminist march on, on Washington, D.C. In, uh, in, in, the early, in the early part of this year, uh, these voices that need to be heard that haven't been heard in our society and feel in some ways even more powerless than ever, this is an album that is necessary to speak to those voiceless people. And that's what hip-hop's been doing all along, giving voice to the voiceless. This is an album that, that trumpets that uh, imperative. Run the Jewels 3 is uh, my favorite album of the year so far. Here's a track from it called Talk to Me on Sound Opinions. We returned from the depths of the bad man With a and a n***h waistband. With to war with the devil and Shaitan. He wore a bad toupee and a spray tag. So now hoping that I land. On a Thai stick moving through Thailand. On the radio heard a plane hijack.
1: Government being that like they cook crack. I'm moving the world of conspiracies. Obey no rules, I'm doing
4: these. Smoke. Transported to the airport. Customs, time to join in a passport. Full cash and I
2: gain what he asked for. Little America. Small bride made it back into America. Hit Uber and maneuvered out the area. Rhyme out Terrier. Rap terrorists, terrorists paired up. Brought gas in the matches to flare it up. Militant Mico, Michael psycho.
4: that you have been dealing with. This is not a fight that you have been dealing with, flesh and blood, but this is a
0: fight against
4: principalities and evildoers and unclean spirits. RTJ3. Gray man, did it die face down in the Vietnam muscle so I cannot style on you. And then I it walk uphill both ways, to the booth and back, and I while on you. You think baby Jesus killed Hitler, just so I'd whisper. you say to sound, and he's close, tap your phone, and I have a file on you
2: that is run the jewels with uh, run the jewels three the track is called talk to me on sound opinions that's my favorite album of the year so far you can see my list and jim's list at soundopinions.org
1: greg what do we have on the show next week
2: next week jim we're going to go on a world tour to new zealand we're going to review the new album by new zealand's finest lord And we're going to look back a few decades on some of the great music that has come out of that island nation. Sound Opinions is produced
1: by Brendan Banisak,
2: Evan Chong,
1: Alex Claiborne, Iona Contreras, and our new intern, Isabella Martin. Talk
6: to me.
1: On Sound Opinions, everyone's a critic, so give us a call on our hotline, 888-859-1800. Talking, talking, talking on the car phone. Here talking,
4: talking, 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 on the car phone. Hi Stephanie, this is Mark. Hi Mark, how are you? New
10: messages. Hi, this is Deborah Samat from Austin, Texas, calling about your uh, driving songs. We always used to have to drive from Houston to West Texas to go visit my uncle at his ranch. And one year we had to drive without air conditioning with the windows open for 10 hours. And as we drove out west, we kept hearing this brand-new song about the 3rd of June, another hot and sleepy Delta day. It was the 3rd of June, another sleepy, dusty Delta day. I was out chopping cotton and my brother was bailing hay. As we ran from one radio station into another radio station, Every single radio station was playing that song. Ten hours later, we knew all the words to Ode to Billy Joe. And even though we were driving west, it was exactly like the hot and dusty delta of the Mississippi River in the south. We'll never forget it. Thank you, bye. Today, Billy Joe McAllister jumped off the Tallahatchie Bridge.
3: Hi, my name is Scott. i calling from Kankakee, Illinois. Uh, I was listening to your show about uh, road trips, and I just want to tell you that I have no such nostalgia for road trips. As a kid, uh, I was always car sick, and even as an adult, I see road trips as a duty and a responsibility and not fun at all. And so for me, the first song that I thought of was uh, California Songs by Local H., uh, really sets the mood for me when it comes to road trips and uh, all of the things that I will have to endure
10: during those endless journeys.
0: Thanks, guys. My name is
8: Chris-
10: Gina Morgan. I'm calling from Oak Park, Michigan. Every time we visit my in laws in Kansas, we have to play the song Speed Bump by Luna. On the way to Kansas City, it's rain and rain, it's rain and snow, and boy, was that accurate on our particular road trip. Thanks. Enjoy your summer. Bye.
5: I'm
6: Hi, my name's Omar Cuddy. I'm calling because I think you guys really missed the boat with um, Omaha by Waylon Jennings, written by Billy Joe Shaver, one of the best country songwriters ever. I mean, the song just really captures not only life in Omaha or being in Omaha, what it's like to be from Omaha, but also what it's like to leave and to want to leave and to go elsewhere and come back. So I think it's perfect road trip song most perfect American song. Omaha,
0: you've been weighing heavy on my mind. Yes, I never really left at all. I'm turning all those roads I walked around the other way. Coming back
3: to you, Omaha. The ability of a song to capture being from a
6: place, the longing to leave a place, And um, that place still being home, aspirations of America and a big country, it's just all there in that song. All right, bye.
10: No more messages.
2: To give us your opinions on Sound Opinions, call our hotline, 888-859-1800. We'll be back next week with more Sound Opinions, produced by WBEZ Chicago and distributed by PRX.